we know a lot of people are talking about the holidays. Christmas is straight ahead, folks. Don't look now. And that's what we're going to talk about on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you today. Your favorite place to spend the holidays. I'm Jerry Usher. Along with Debbie Giorgiani, we have Matt, Ace, and Jeff, the show team in place. And Debbie, we are ready to roll, I think. Yep, we're asking our Take Two family. Uh, So if you're listening, you are part of the family. Favorite places to spend the holidays. Now, we have uh, Take Two family members that have sent in uh, messages saying they're going to Park City, Utah to catch some skiing Mm -hmm. and snow and and stuff like that. And that's a white Christmas. I love that. Others are going to Lake Tahoe and and they're going to all these places, especially if they live in areas of the, the country or the world where they don't get as much snow. They want a white Christmas. So do you want that? Or maybe you're going to the beach for Christmas. Maybe that's your favorite place to spend the holidays. We want to know, not because we're nosy, because we're curious. We want to learn and grow together as the mystical body of Christ. So this is a safe platform for us to come together, share our experiences, our journey in life together. You got to call in though. We don't know what's going on in your life yet until you call in. 833 288-3986. Yeah, favorite place to spend the holidays. Debbie mentioned a couple. Maybe you uh, you get away to the mountains, the beach. Maybe it's, and, and it could be, you know, like in terms of family too. You know, do you like to spend it with just you, your spouse, your kids, kind of keep it simple at home? Do you move around? A lot of people, especially families that live close to each other, um, will go to uh, one in-laws and then another one and then this brother and that brother kind of spread Christmas out for two or three days and celebrate a little bit at each family's house. So do you have any uh, favorite, you know, traditions that you do, places that you go uh, this time of the year to celebrate? Celebrate Christmas, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. Tell us your Christmas plans. What are you going to be doing? We want to know. Um, so stop what you're doing right now, the Christmas shopping or wrapping gifts or baking cookies or doing all the errands that you got to get ready for folks coming into town. We need to hear from you. So if you want to share, maybe you have something really special like a Christmas family reunion or something of that nature, or you're going on a, um, a very uh, incredible trip as a family. I know there's a beautiful family I know uh, for quite some time now from Take Two, Jerry, and they are getting together and they're going on a cruise. Mm, they're going wow. on a cruise together for Christmas. There yeah. So would you share your holiday Christmas plans, your New Year's? How about your New Year's plans? I know a lot of people wait uh, to celebrate New Year's because it just you're, you've got Christmas going and then you can just start focusing on the New Year, but we need to hear from you. So here's how it works. Makabinski is ready to answer your call. All you have to do is dial this number, 833-288-3986, and share with us and maybe brag a little bit about your family in a good way. We need that. We need that, we need that cheer, that holiday cheer right now. Mm-hmm. 833-288-3986. Remember, it's your show, and this is a, a second-to-last live show of 2023, because uh, starting Christmas Day, we're going to have pre-recorded original content. We always tape new shows for you, at least we try and do that. So next week, you've got some beautiful, wonderful programs coming between Christmas and New Year's. But as far as your live opportunity to get on the air, it's today and tomorrow and Friday. So why not join us today live? Love to hear your beautiful voices at 833-288-EWTN, 833 
288-388-3986. That is the number to call. And also, I wanted to share with our listeners, um, don't forget that next year, we in 2024, we have planned for the entire year. Every year, we take on a special devotion. And next year is going to be the Divine Mercy Messages that are going to be led by Rick Paolini, who is um, very uh, schooled and devoted to uh, the messages of St. Faustina. And so once a week, you'll hear those messages on um, our basically our Facebook page, Jerry and Debbie. So don't forget to find us there and like us there at Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. And then also um, when we did our All About Relationships show, Jerry, we had a lot of um, folks find us at Stand Tall today um, and they asked for free consultations. Um, so they, they are having some um, issues with family members and things about relationships. So we are there for you if you need us. It's at standtalltoday.com. And then one other thing I wanted to share, if I may, Jerry, um, just because it's coming up on Saturday, um, Adam and I are, you know, a lot of hosts, you talked about this is our like last shows and then, you know, there's new content and tape shows for, for next week. But Adam Bly and I, we decided that we were going to go live this Saturday and open the phone lines and really uh, talk about loneliness during the holidays. And we wanted to do that on purpose so that we could bring the uh, family together, the listening family together to talk about what it feels like to be alone during the holidays mm -hmm. and how we can help each other and support each other. So we're going live this Saturday on the spirit world. Um, and, you know, Jerry, I think that's the beauty of Catholic radio um, with these live shows that we're able to come together as the mystical body of Christ and really support each other, sustain each other, you know, up, uh, you know, uplift and edify and, and help each other grow in holiness. And, mm -hmm. and I'm just so grateful to EWTN and all the affiliates that carry these shows um, to help the faithful grow. Yeah, well, maybe you are a single person or maybe your spouse has passed away or you, do, you typically find yourself alone on the holidays. And maybe you've had a you maybe you've started some kind of a tradition of, of somewhere you go somewhere to be around other people. You know, maybe they're not family or friends, but if you have a special getaway, a favorite place you like to spend the holidays, maybe alone, single, but around other people, you can certainly share that at 833 2883986 also any uh, you know specific any particular traditions that you and your family have around christmas time it's always a wonderful time to hear what other people do because then we can get some ideas about how to make the holidays better hopefully more holy we want to make them holier definitely so add that spiritual component as well but here we're talking today on the program favorite places to spend the holidays favorite things you like to do 833 288 3986. That's the number. You can also email take2 at EWTN.com. We're waving at you, watching on social media, Facebook and YouTube. You can post your comments there. Jeff Burson will get those to us. And mm -hmm. you can always post on the show website at take2show.com. And the other thing, too, please call in if you have a very special, unique family tradition. Jerry and I love to hear those. So please, if you have a, a special tradition, call in right now. This is your opportunity. Don't wait any longer. 833-288-3986. get together on this Wednesday, final uh, week of live shows on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie until the new year. 
And we would love to have you join us talking about favorite places to spend the holidays, favorite things to do, family traditions. Um, you know, if you just want to call in, if you think you're going to be maybe alone on the holidays, maybe you've got a, a special place that you go and join others in celebrating the birth of Christ, hopefully going to church, going to Mass, obviously, and other activities and things like that. 833-288-3986. We're going to go right to the phones after I tell you about an EWTN online learning series. It's called Women Made New, and you can discover the beauty and the truth and the goodness of the church with the EWTN online learning series. It allows you to delve into the riches of the faith and grow closer to the Lord with free, folks, free videos and study guides. And in Women Made New, you're going to be inspired by the stories of the likes of Kristalina Everett, Joy Pinto, Teresa Tamio, and Cameron Frad, as you hear how God helped them overcome trials. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, you'll understand that He will help you too. So enroll in our courses today at learningseries.ewtn.com. Okay, folks, wait till you hear some of these calls. These are great because we're seeing the comments. You're going to love these ideas for Christmas places. Um, but if you have a favorite place you like to spend the holidays, could you share that or a favorite tradition or something very unique about your situation with your family and friends? We would love to hear about it. We're getting some great ideas. I just got a a fabulous one that's going to be coming up on uh, caller number two today, 833-288-3986. Jerry, ready to go to the phones? Let's do that. Let's go to Lorreen in Ontario, Canada, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Lorreen. Welcome. You're oh. up first. Hi, Father Jerry and Sister Debbie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Jerry, we pray in adoration for good holy priests, so I, our prayers have been answered. Well, you keep me in the prayers as I, I go along this <laughs> formation process, Lorreen. Thank you so much. You're very sweet. Um, thank you. Um, Debbie, this is for you. Okay. Um, uh, when uh, we were on a pilgrimage to Italy in uh, October, got mm -hmm. back, I think. I can't remember the date we were in Assisi. But uh, we went to see um, Blessed Carlos Acutis, your yeah. favorite. Yeah. Mm. And I came around the corner to see him, and there's like a little pew, a little church pew of people sitting there praying to him. So, we're, you know, on pilgrimage, you don't have time. They just kind of rush you through. So I got to see him. He is a very beautiful young person. He is very beautiful. His picture doesn't do him justice. And as I came up to his where his um, head was, I knelt over and I whispered in his ear, um, please pray for Debbie Giorgiani from Take Two. She is your biggest fan. Uh, you were with me. I don't know. You're, as soon as I come around the corner and I saw him, all of a sudden I couldn't stop thinking about you, Debbie. So I knew that was for you. So that was in October. We got back on the 27th. So wow. um, I, I just, <laughs> you're going to start crying. I just, uh, I just wanted to let you know. I've been wanting to call you since I got back, but I haven't had time. Yeah. So. That's for you, Debbie. <laughs> um, Lorene, uh, okay, so I don't want to make this this show about me and the, my, my personal prayers, but I said to my husband several months ago, we need to get back to Assisi. We need to get back. I need to go. I need to go see him. And you went. You went for me. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is amazing. I, I just burst into tears. I'm, I, I barely can 
can compose myself and say this. That is incredible. I'm, I am so, I'm shaking completely from head to toe saying, Lord, you did it. You, you, Lorene went and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you to spend that precious moment with blessed Carlo Acutis and to bend, and to bend over and to, to whisper that I, I, what a great gift. I, I couldn't ask for a better Christmas gift. Thank you. Of you, when I as soon as I saw the glass, he's in glass. As soon as I yeah. saw him, I went, Debbie Giorgiani, Debbie Giorgiani. <laughs> I was like, it must be your angel, the Holy Spirit, or something. So, anyways, uh, wow. Merry Christmas. And if you could put my my husband and my brother in your prayer book, I'd appreciate it. It's uh, Ron, Ron Michael, and John Paul. They both have my husband's going through uh, radiation chemo and last mm-hmm. week, this week, mm-hmm. and my brother's having con- uh, health concerns. So. I'd appreciate it, and I thank you both. I love your show. You got you're both very wonderful to listen to. Well, we we yeah, we love you. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Before you before you go, could you um, could you um just um hang on um if Matt Kabinsky can he get his can he get your contact information please if you could just hang on if Matt Kabinsky could pick up um and if you're willing to give your contact information I I have to share a backstory with you on on this blessed Carlo Acutis Jerry this is unbelievable Mm. unbelievable I can't even believe that this has just happened today this is the Lord (laughs) working through you know it was Father Loya from Light of the East, Father mm-hmm. Thomas Loya, saying that God is sanctifying the airwaves, guys. It's so true. I believe mm-hmm. it. I believe God is using the radio airwaves right now to reach each and every one of us, to connect us. And Loreen and what she shared, is an, I believe, is an example of that. I'm a mess. Absolutely. I'm an absolute mess. Yeah. But do you, mm-hmm. do you feel it too? Do you feel it as oh, powerful yeah. as I feel it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think every day on this show... You know, how often do we say at the end of the show, wow, you know, that was a great show. And it's great not because of us, but because of you, the Take-Two family. So, yes. yeah, yes. thank you all so much. Yeah, This, this is, is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. God is <laughs> so good, you guys, and he's working. He's working to bring us all together. Please share your Christmas plans with us, your favorite places to spend this, this holy time of the year, Christ being born. Share with us what you do as a family, with your friends, with your fellow parishioners, 833-288-3986. All right, Jeff, holding next in Duluth, Minnesota, listening on Real Presence Radio. Hello, Jeff. Well, hello. Good morning and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you. To you. I, Same to you. Thank you for the invitation to share, share something. I'm a single guy, and so I've, you know, my relationship with Jesus is you know, important to me. So when I was doing ministry 40 years ago, I learned of a Trappist monastery out in Lafayette, Oregon, (laughs) and they make fruitcakes there, and they're delicious. But I've spent Christmases with them, with the monks, as a guest. And boy, I'm telling you, it's it's, uh, been a platform for me uh, to uh, elevate my prayer and take in the whole world and realize that, uh, you know, I play a part. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, my prayers join others. That's what I love about monastic life. And so now I'm living in Minnesota, and so I'll I'll go down to Collegeville and see the Benedictine Monastery there and pray with them. But I have to admit, the food is delicious. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) as a guest, you can stay in the... The the new guest house they built there at St. John's University, and the food is absolutely delicious. It's... uh, 
the prayer is excellent too. And, you know, it's very joyful and, and it fills my spirit. But when I lived in Chicago, I also visited a monastery over Christmas uh, that's in the city of Chicago. There were only like four monks, monks in that. It's uh, right on like 35th and uh, just far, not far from Halstead. Uh, there was a uh, monastery there that I would frequent uh, over the holidays. So the monastic life is really a sanctuary, I think, for all of us. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you, you heard a little bit of a chuckle or a laugh from me, Jeff, when you mentioned the Trappist Abbey in Lafayette, Oregon, because I used to live in Portland. I was a seminarian for the Archdiocese of Portland in the 1990s. My spiritual director actually was a priest, one of the Trappist priests and, and monks there at Lafayette. Absolutely cool. amazing. You are, you are so right. Um, just, you know, I'd love to hear you, you know, when you're there, you mentioned so many beautiful elements, you know, the prayer, the food, the fellowship and all of that. But when you, when you, when you, when you leave there following one of these Christmas visits, Jeff, what are you, what are you feeling? You know, what are you thinking? Does that like totally recharge your faith life, your, your life overall in general? How, how do you move forward and, and sort of leave that beautiful environment and go back out into the world? How, what are you, what are you feeling at that time? Well, thank you for the question. I, I, I was a Holy Cross associate out there at University of Portland. Oh, okay. So, um, what I wanted to, what I would say is, what I learned was that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and we can be the incarnated consciousness of Christ in our everyday life. But it's kind of a secret, something we keep to ourselves, and so we kind of look through our eyes at the world, and we, you know, listen with our ears uh, rooted in the gospel. And so we really become, our body becomes like a filter for us to experience life, knowing mm-hmm. that we're blessed, knowing that mm-hmm. we are created by God to walk this earth. You know, we're, we're, we are one with all of nature. We're one with all of creation. And that's wow. kind of our journey. Beautiful. Wow. When I saw the comment underneath your name, Jeff, about going to um, a monastery, I was thinking, wow, that is brilliant. That is amazing to get filled up with the Spirit, to get a better understanding of our purpose in in, in life, to understand our, our connection to God. I mean, it really does... Um, you know, energize us to go out into the world because the world is tough. Let's face it. The world is brutal. I mean, it, it can, it can love you one minute and, and throw you to the curb the next, but to, to have that monastic kind of experience, um, I think is just, wow. Yeah. You know, you got me thinking cause we have a, a few different, uh, places here in the, in, um, the Southwest. And I was thinking, you know, maybe I, maybe it's not too late to, uh, pay a visit to one of the monasteries. Jeff, you are awesome. Anything else? Well, I was just going to say, it, it introduces you as a, as a Christian to the mystical nature of the body of Christ as it lives within you. And it's important to journal and stay grounded, but it really does elevate you to a sense of uh, being, being holy in this world and uh, letting yourself just be a regular guy. Go to Napa Auto Parts or a grocery <laughs> store and, you know, just interact with people normally and bring them joy. Yeah. Joy. Yep. Joy is the key. Wow. Incredible. What do you think? Great call, Jeff. Thank you so much for being a part of the conversation today. Early Merry Christmas to you and yours, and we hope that you'll join us again here on the program anytime. Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you. It is your show. Who wants to be next on that phone line? 833-288-5569. 
3986 833-288-3986 talking about things you do over the holidays family things maybe you do things by you know sort of by yourself like Jeff does going to monasteries mm-hmm. any uh, any uh, favorite places that you like to go things you like to do traditions things like that 833-288-3986 I will tell you I love Christmas lights and I love when um, folks get together as a community in a neighborhood and they decide to do the whole entire street and everybody mm-hmm. does um, you know a manger scene or something of that nature and it's a beautiful walk down a street where you know that people are living side by side in community and in a neighborhood and, and sharing that same a central focus on on God. I love Christmas lights. I really do. I think it's 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 quite beautiful. And my, I have to say, the neighborhood I live in, um, it's mostly young, very young families and and uh, seniors, retirees, and um, everybody does something down the street. So when mm-hmm. you turn down our street, it, there's there's some uh, form of a, of a Chris, of Christmas lights and um, manger scenes. It's really quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be fun sometime. Tell Do, me. Go on, have, go on, on a retreat uh, over Christmas, literally on Christmas, with other individuals and families come together and just really have an intensive focus on the the birth of Jesus. Maybe have some sort of a, a you know a inexpensive gift exchange and mm-hmm. huge holiday meal. I don't know. I'm just kind of well. You make a here. good point, Jerry, because I actually spoke to somebody who, and I don't want to share it ahead of time, but somebody who's been on this show a few times, who is part of a retreat center in Texas, and we are actually talking about doing a, another Stand Tall retreat. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. If you want to do it around Christmas time next year, that would be fabulous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. actually, where this is in Texas, it would be quite beautiful during during uh, December. So yeah, that's. I think it's a great idea. That would be so much fun. Yeah. You know, so. decorate a, decorate yeah. a uh, retreat tree, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do yeah. all the things you do as a family, only you're just a bigger family doing it. I love it. All right, Tom is in Iowa listening on Siouxland Catholic Radio. Hi, Tom. Thanks for holding with us, and welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is such a blessing to listen to you guys on hold, too. And uh, i got to tell you, that last caller was uh, talked about uh, going to the monastery. That's a great idea. I'd like to get out of the truck and uh, uh, experience something like that. And... uh, but I, uh, growing up, uh, I grew up in Lombard, Illinois, and not too far, I think, near Oak Brook, there was a 31st Street or something. And, like, you were just talking about the whole block, two blocks long. They mm-hmm. all got together. They had all the trees lit up, and, and uh, that just, that's one thing that you kind of remember. Uh, and also, uh, my mom and grandma, they used to have a cookie exchange uh at one night, uh, have a bunch of the ladies over in our dining room, maybe 10, 12 ladies. They'd bring uh, so many dozen cookies, and that, then they'd have at least an extra dozen to sample while we were there. They were over. And uh, well, it's just, to me, growing up as a kid, it was just, I grew up and uh, I'm thankful that my mother. Uh, insisted that I go to church. It was Lutheran, but it still brought me to Christ. Fantastic, you know? yeah. And uh, it's without a parent to teach you the ways of Christ, you know, sure. you know, where would I be? 
what would my life be if I didn't have parents that uh, cared that much Mm -hmm. to insist I go to church early on? Tom, thank you for saying that. Because, you know, um, parents do uh, just an amazing job in so many instances and, you know, instilling the faith in their kids. We hear all the time parents, you know, about uh, their kids, their sibling, you know, away from the church. But to hear what your parents did for you, the greatest gift they could ever have given you was the gift of your faith. And I love that cookie exchange with your mom. I would have loved to have had some of those cookies. Amen. Tom, thank you for the call. 833-288-3986. Christmas traditions today. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. Winding down the the days. This is um, zeroing in on the end of Advent. Hope it's been a blessed time of preparation for you. Still a few days left to get our hearts right and ready for the coming of of our Lord at Christmas. We're talking today about maybe a favorite place you like to go for Christmas, places you like to go, things you like to do, family you like to spend time with. Family traditions, individual traditions, if you're a single person, 833-288-3986. That's true. Family traditions. I love that. Did you do congratulations yet? Not yet. Go ahead. Congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family. Divine Mercy Radio in Kansas is celebrating 13 years with us. Congratulations to Lester and Donetta Robin, Nathan Lang, and everyone at Divine Mercy Radio from your friends here at EWTN. We love you guys. You're doing a great job, Divine Mercy Radio. Awesome. You guys are amazing. Um, Donetta is so wonderful. She's great. And um, Jerry, you were just talking about favorite traditions and... You know, we talked about going to monasteries and traveling and retreats and baking cookies and, you know, slowing things down and making things a little bit more in the moment and being with family, friends, being with neighbors, being with fellow parishioners, going to church, going, you know, spending time at church, just quiet time. Mm-hmm. What about music? I want to ask you this question. Where did, what does music do during these times? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you personally because I know what it has done for me uh, during Christmas. I'm curious as to how music enters into your Christmas celebration. Um, I would say definitely. Um, you know, like, for example, tomorrow night at the parish where I am, the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, mm-hmm. we have a, a, a celebration, a service called uh, Lessons and Carols. And it's uh, all of the combined choirs of our church, the uh, English, the Spanish, all of the choirs getting together. And they just talk about, uh, you teach different lessons through music and through the carol. So I can't wait to go to that. But uh, yeah, and, and you know, I, I just think music is, is such a huge part of my life anyway, because as you know, um, I got my start in radio as a disc jockey. So there's really, there's a song in everything. If you say more than two words, there's gonna, it's going to remind me of a song and probably our producer Ace McKay as well. But yeah, I love, I just started listening to some Christmas music. You know, I've been trying mm-hmm. to hold off a little bit, but right. you have these, you know, Christmas stations that have been playing music for, uh, you know, several weeks already. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get into the Christmas spirit with uh, with some of these Christmas songs. And obviously I like the, the faith-based ones more than anything else. Right, right. And the reason why I'm, I'm sharing this and asking this, folks, and, and this is for our Take-Two family. If you are filling your homes right now with Advent music, those beautiful hymns to... 
get us uh, ready for Christ's birth. And then when Christmas uh, comes, do you fill your homes and out the open the windows out to the neighbors, all these Christmas carols to elevate the spirit? Why do I say that? Because, you know, you, you that after death movie that j- recently came out, they talked about these near death experiences. And when people, um, um, went through these, these, this encounter, um, they said the music was so, it was so intense. It was mm. so elevated. They couldn't even find words to describe what they, what they heard by way of music, beautiful, wow. angelic music. And everybody working together to to produce this this heavenly hymn, and I just I think that is part of when we enter into because we, we're supposed to use our senses, Jerry, and we're supposed to use them in, in all things pleasing to God and to give glory to God. And when we have music that that we can elevate our our spirit, focus our minds on Christ's birth. And to and to reinforce that through through that sound that we hear or the singing that we choose to do, it's it's something that really does bring us to a higher mystical, I believe, mystical level, similar to what Jeff was talking about. What do you say to that? Yeah, as a matter of fact, you just reminded me of something. Um, I knew uh, I had a friend um, who was at one point studying what is called music thanatology. And thanatos, I think, is the Greek word for death or for dying, and so it's it's this it's this practice of playing like a harp or something, you know, around the, the bedside of dying people. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even up until the very end of our lives, you know, music plays such an important role in our lives, and uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with everything you said. Yeah. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I um, actually remembered this through an interview I saw recently of Raymond Arroyo when he was talking about his Marion Bright CD mm-hmm. and he, we, they were interviewing him and he, and they said, well, what do you feel about Christmas music? And he said, I have a confession to make. I actually play Christmas music all year long and sing Christmas. And it's so, but I understand that. I, I understand yeah. what Raymond was saying because it really is true that it does, it does lift the spirit. And I think in a world that is very dark, we, we should open up our windows and play that music really loud and that's the kind of music to get it out there to shout to, to shout to everybody what we believe mm-hmm. as Catholic Christians. Yeah, very good. Now we're going to go back to your calls. We got a couple of phone lines that are open. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Anything you want to share about holiday traditions? Favorite places you like to go? People you like to be with? traditions, uh, so many beautiful traditions. Debbie and I have shared some over the years with you. Maybe you've got some family traditions visiting different relatives, you know, on certain days around the holidays, things like that. Gift exchanges, where you have the big meal, all of this stuff. 833-288-3986. And we'll go to Buffalo with uh, Anne listening on the Station of the Cross. Hello, Anne. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. I just wanted to share a very happy memory. Um, my favorite brother, Dan, D-A-N, um, he was involved in a freak accident at work and it damaged his heart, and he ended up having to have a heart transplant. And at one point, um, his heart stopped. They were doing a test on him, and they cardiovert you into shock, back your, shock your heart back. And he said while that time was in, in place, He was envisioning himself like he was flying through the air with his arms outstretched, and he was in a tremendous, peaceful place, 
and um, he was conscious of very many souls around him. Some he knew, didn't see them, but he knew that they were there. And then he stopped at a table where God was saying, this is the book of your life, Dan, but it's not time for you. And they, they, and he remembered the nurse saying, well, you know, I can't shock him. He, she was a student, and the other one says, well, I will, and zapped him and brought him back. And he had that in, an interesting memory. Um, fast forward, he ended up having a heart transplant, and we had him for another 20 years, and he got to walk his daughter down the aisle and mm-hmm. see his children grow. And he was just such an upbeat, happy person and encouraged people along the way to fight and keep moving and don't let the turkeys get you down, if you will. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to share that. Mm. He sounded like a very special, special individual. Dan, I put him in the book. And and thank you for sharing with us. And um, any other details did he experience when he had that near-death experience? Anything else that stands out for you? I'm just, I'm curious only because this after-death movie came out. A lot of people are seeing it uh, twice um, and trying to get into the details. One of the things that I saw, I actually saw it twice, um, and I, I, I grasped this idea that there's there's a theme about music uh, um, on the other side of the veil. The music is very intense. Anything your brother shared before? Not about music, except that he was just floating over a desert and just in a very peaceful, happy place. Wow. Beautiful. And, and very conscious and very conscious of God's presence. Very conscious of God's presence. Mm, Did he yeah. stay, uh, was he a, a, a Catholic uh, until he passed? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And this happened around Easter time, the year, I, it's many years now. Wow. But um, it was around Easter time. Wow. Wow, powerful. See, you have that experience right in your family. And when you have something like that that you can always remember because it's your brother, you know, so it's very close to you, you can constantly remind yourself of it because the, the, world, the world is louder. The world is louder than what we know of God's, of, of what we know of the, of the miracle of God, right? So the miracles happen all the time, and all these experiences happen all the time, but the world is louder, and it, it drowns out, it, 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 it suppresses our memories. But you had your brother Dan as a, as a living memory in your own family, and that's, that's a gift, Anne. And I, that's why we do shows um, like this, and that's why Catholic Radio is so important, to constantly remind people of the truth of God, the miraculous side, the the mystical side of God. What do you say to that, Anne? I, yes, I totally agree. Uh, I wasn't not aware of any music that he said, but uh, it was just very powerful. And um, it happened when he was in his 30s, and he, we got to have him until he was just a little past 50. And it was remarkable. He was the oldest heart transplant survivor and mm-hmm. uh, developed some other complications. But mm-hmm. he was always happy, always upbeat, and always encouraged people. Mm-hmm. Sure sounds like it. Yeah. Well, amazing. you've encouraged us by telling us about him, and I can, I can really tell you that with, with all honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, as Debbie said, we've got, you know, Dan in the, in the prayer book, you, Anne, and all of your family, and just really appreciate you joining us, taking the time to call into the program today from Buffalo there. We, we know that a lot, of, a lot of you there in Buffalo, Anne, have beautiful Christmas traditions, I'll bet. Yeah, thank you. And can you put Dan Jr. on your list and Holly, Holly, and their children? Okay. Of his okay. and um, Dan Jr. struggling a bit still. Okay, okay, got them in the book. Keep us posted. We'll say extra prayers for Dan Jr. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. God bless. 
God bless you, Ann. Wow. Well, one thing we believe in is the power of prayer, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 833-288-3986. Still time to get you into this conversation today. It is the next to next to last live show of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie until 2024. We do have um, uh, some great shows lined up for next uh, next next week, and we can certainly preview preview those shows here for our folks before maybe before we sign off for the air today, Debbie. We can oh, do that. that's cool. Okay, um, but what I'd love to do is just give the number just a couple more times because if you are feel uh, prompted by the spirit to call in, now is the time to do it. Share your Christmas plans, where you're traveling, what you're doing, the traditions are. Are you baking cookies? Are you just stuffed with so many cookies? Are you tired of already of baking and wrapping gifts? What's it like out there um, um, in the stores? How about that? I do all online. I do EWTNRC.com. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, I don't have to go out there that much, which is great. What's it like out there? I heard something recently on social media that there are fights breaking out in the stores. Because oh, no. there's so, yeah, there's limited mm. things on the shelf. So people are going, coming to blows over Christmas gifts. That's not good, folks. <laughs> That's mm. not the best way to spread the holiday cheer. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, very unfortunate. Well, they um, do have limited things on the shelves. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's unfortunate people are fighting for it. Yeah. Well, and you know, one of my favorite traditions of all time when I lived in Portland, Oregon, if anyone is in Portland listening or the Pacific Northwest, or maybe you've been there around Christmas time, there's a street in, I think it's northeast Portland. It's called Peacock Lane. And I would encourage everybody to Google, Google Peacock Lane and look at some of the, uh, the images, some of the pictures on there. Um, I don't know if this is accurate, but I had heard at one point that in order to buy one of the homes on that street, there was a clause you had to agree to continue this, you know, the lighting tradition. of the house and, yeah, the tradition. And I'm, I'm sure other locations have, uh, you know, different streets and areas like this as well. But mm-hmm. it was just so beautiful. I remember one, one year at Christmas, you know, you, you'd park somewhere and, and, mo- and you kind of walk up one side of the street and down the other. And there are families out there making, making hot chocolate and giving you, you know, s'mores and stuff like that. And it was snowing. And, you know, it was just like a, it was just like a Christmas movie, I guess. Yeah, I love that. You had to. Uh, my yeah. friend, um, she, she bought a house at the um, at the end of a cul-de-sac, and she had to sign a thing saying she oh, would yeah. do Christmas too. Yeah, cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to Marty in Cleveland, Ohio, listening on our friends at the Rock. Hey, Marty. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Jerry. Happy hey, Advent. Merry Christmas. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Better now that you call. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate that, Jerry. I, I just wanted to, our family, we have a large Italian family, and uh, our Christmas tradition really revolves around Christmas Eve. Um, it's, you know, probably our biggest get-together of the year. Uh, it, for most of us, it starts with Vigil Mass at 4 o'clock. Uh, me, myself, this year, I'm lector on Christmas Eve Mass at my local parish, and I have two sisters that have pretty large homes, and then there's usually anywhere from 30 to 50 people that meet up and get together and it really means a lot to us because it's you know grandparents and siblings and cousins and now there's you know great grandchildren and great nieces and nephews involved and uh it starts with the lord we have some family traditions great food and uh you know it's just something that we all look forward to 
every year as our main get together. And, and it's nice because we have this year, we've got people from seven different states. So uh, for us, you know, it's just a great thing in that, you know, we start with, you know, commemorating and the reason for the season and, you know, going to mass and, and getting our graces from our Lord and receiving Jesus on the day of his birth. And then later on in the evening, we all get together and, you know, it just gives us the same memories every year, year after year after year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow is right. Yeah. It sounds so beautiful, Marty, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you've obviously got the focus right, you know, the, the key focus being on, on Jesus and, and what the, the whole the season is all about, obviously. But getting together with family, I've got huge gatherings, you know, and you've got to, it gives you time, you know, to catch up with people you haven't maybe haven't seen for a long time and um, I don't know. This is just, this is something, I'm, I guess maybe one of the reasons I'm nostalgic about things like this is because I never really had this, you know, myself yeah, growing up. Too. And so when you I hear know. Debbie, like, you know, uh, Marty and, and his family, and maybe your family was that way, I don't know, but, you know, um, it yeah, just... Yeah, but that sounds like so much fun, and your sisters yeah, have big houses. I mean, Marty, you wouldn't even notice us if we just <laughs> slipped right in the, the kitchen door, okay? You wouldn't even notice. You're, bo- you're welcome anytime, Debbie. You too, Jerry. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Italian food. <laughs> well, it, the ironic thing is, is that uh, Debbie, you probably did it at some point in your life with the uh, evening of the seven fishes. Seven fishes, we, yeah. We, we used to do that, but it's just too much work now. <laughs> so we, <laughs> right. we've opted for a lot easier, more Americanized dishes than the Italian dishes. Yeah. Well, you're going to get a kick out of this because Mary's right behind you from Ithaca, New York, and guess what? She's going to talk about the seven fishes. So you got to tune back in after we let you go, Marty. That is so awesome. God bless you. We're going to be with you in spirit during your wonderful um, family Christmas celebration. Wow. Yeah, as promised, we'll get to Mary, but I just have to tell you real quickly about the 48 hours of Christmas. It starts Christmas Eve morning right here on EWTN Radio. It's an EWTN Radio tradition. Join us all day, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. You'll hear special programs, music from around the world, and a whole lot more. And it includes Heralds of the Gospel Christmas Special, Christmas with the Dominican Friars, and Mornings with Mother on what? What will give what you what will you give Christ for Christmas? That's the forty eight hours of Christmas starting Christmas Eve morning right here on EWTN Radio. Okay, and you shared what's coming up on the new content uh, recorded shows that Ace McKay uh, put together so brilliantly. Christmas obviously is December twenty fifth, December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. Father Cedric Pasenia, he is amazing. You'll love this show. Uh, then comes Bishop Joseph Coffey, a dear, dear friend of the um, Take Two family. So we love Bishop Coffey, and that'll be on the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Is Father Donald Calloway? So we'll be talking about Divine Mercy and all sorts of things. That's amazing. Tim Staples is on the 29th, and Steve and Becky Green, the Catholic and convert. Great conversation with this wonderful couple on January 1st. So there you go. New shows just for our Take Two family. Okay. And another member of that family, Mary, as you said, in Ithaca, New York, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Mary. Welcome to our conversation. Oh, thank you. I love hearing both of you. Oh, you are you. really a blessing to our ears. God bless thank you, you thank Mary. You we love you so very much for saying that. Yes. Well, you know, with the seven fishes, we did it so many years. But, you know, our older people are gone. And, and I often wondered, 
where did it come from, that tradition? Um, I don't know, Mary. I will tell you this. My family really did. My um, grandparents and, and um, extended family did, but my my immediate family, my mother was, she didn't like fish. <laughs> my mother was so funny. She was 100% Sicilian, but she didn't like garlic and she didn't like a lot of the Italian dishes. So it was very interesting. My Growing up, uh, we had a lot of great Italian food like eggplant parmesan and stuff like that, stuffed artichokes and lasagna and everything. But we didn't have some of the Italian traditions, but I don't know the history of it unless, Jerry, did you just do a quick search to find out the history of that? Well, it, it says something about um, it's it's done on Christmas Eve. It says it's not a feast in the sense of a holiday, but rather a feast in the sense of a good meal. Christmas Eve is a vigil or fasting day, and the abundance of seafood reflects the observance of abstinence from meat until the feast of Christmas Day. Oh, okay. So it has to do with that, Mary. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Oh, and my family, my kids, we all tried. I'll make this. I'll make... So we'd end up with our seven fishes, mm-hmm. you know. But then I thought, now our kids are um, out of the home, but, you know, some are coming for Christmas. And um, so they don't want to do all the seven fishes again. They mm-hmm. said, no, but my daughter makes a good clam chowder she's going to bring. And my granddaughter likes salmon, so we used to have salmon on Ritz crackers with cheese or something. Right. So we may right. have a few, but I don't think we're going to have seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. And I will tell you, Mary, that all of uh, the Italian listeners of Take Two are weighing in with their comments that on Christmas Eve they do some kind of fish dish. Mm. So that so that it, the tradition is still alive, Mary, in some form. So you are precious. God bless you. Thank you so much for gracing this conversation. We have another Mary in Lancaster, Ohio, listening on St. Gabriel Radio. Welcome, Mary. Hello. Yeah. My tradition is um, listening to my grandma's. She goes around to all the churches in Fairfield County and sings the German um, Silent Night Mm. and English and, and also English and German. She made a record, but we can't find a record. Oh. That she made. Oh, this was your grandmother? Uh-huh. And I'll so sadly say my mom passed away oh. during Christmas. Tomorrow's her day that she passed away, and we buried her on Christmas Eve. It's been 36 years ago. Wow. Oh. Well, can you give my us her name? Really make Christmas, I'll tell you. Yeah, yes. Can you give us your grandmother's and your mom's name? Uh, Grandma was Josephine um, Stanford Wolfinger, mm-hmm. and then my mom's name was uh, Rita Wolfinger. Rita, Yeah, okay. uh-huh, yeah. Wow, they used to sing Silent Night. How beautiful. Well, see, the music is powerful, and to sing the words of what we know to be true of Christ's birth, wow. Mary, you're blessed. I wish, you know what? We've got to pray to St. Anthony that you can find some recording. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with God, all things are possible, Mary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mary, for joining this conversation today. Appreciate it. Tracy is going to finish things off for us in Weston, Ohio, listening on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Tracy. Hi there. Welcome. Can you hear me okay? Just fine, yeah. Great. So um, this year I'm going to start a new tradition because I I have a friend who's Polish, and last year she showed me this opletic. It's a Polish 
bread on Christmas Eve. It's a decorative kind of a flatbread like the Eucharist. Um, and it, you distribute it to your, I guess you have one piece of bread, it's decorated, and you give it to your family members or your friends that are there on Christmas Eve. And when you give it to them, you kind of say things you're sorry for and things in terms of endearment and things you're proud of, just good, you know, to each person. So it's kind of like a forgiving as well as a, you know, blessing, I guess, upon them. Mm-hmm. Do you put this out in the center of the table before you break bread? No. So it's I, this is the first year I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's, I'm going to give distribute one to each of my family members. Okay, and it gotcha. starts with the older member. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And they all go to each person. And as they break off a piece of bread, a uh, piece to them they'll say something to them and you just let the Holy Spirit guide them and what they're going to say. Right. Um, right. And the other ones will do the same. I love this. And this is a Polish tradition. It's a Polish tradition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I bought quite a few of them and I kind of gave them to some of my friends in church as well to, Mm -hmm. uh, they can start it as well. Cause I think it's just beautiful. I guess kind of the end of the year to say your story, you know, for anything or, Mm -hmm. and of course tell them how much you love them. Beautiful. I love that. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, wow. yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of Advent, Tracy. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. And that goes for all of the Take Two family. A little bit early, a couple days early, but, you know, Advent is winding down. So we got two more uh, live shows for you this week. Debbie ran down next week's lineup. Well, tomorrow, we're going to ask you when have you blessed someone over the holidays? When have you had the opportunity to do that? That'll be our oh, topic that's tomorrow be on the great program. Show. Yeah. I love these shows before uh, Christmas and then after Christmas. We just, it really is a, a wonderful way to, to kind of last minute grab, come together as a family before the end of the year. I love that. I, the Take Two family is so unique, so amazing. Everybody brings something, an amazing gift to the table. Way to go. Uh, Take Two family rocks. Absolutely, and the Take-Two show team rocks as well. That would be our call screener, Matt Gubensky, our producer, Ace McKay, Jeff Burson, always monitoring social media to help us with any comments or chats that are going on over there. I am Jerry Escher, along with Debbie Giorgiani. Again, tomorrow we're going to be talking about have you blessed someone over the holidays, and then we'll have one more live show unscripted on Friday. So that will be kind of a catch-all program. Great way to go into the holidays with an unscripted broadcast on Friday. So thanks for all of your prayers. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.